You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Okay. Are you ready for the word? Yeah. I promise it will, go, it will be brief, okay? Just 30 minutes. Oh, oh. Hallelujah. <laughs> you guys must trust me. Come on, guys. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, but I'm not I'm I'm really just just sharing something that I feel um I feel the Lord laid on my heart, you know, this this morning. I really want to appreciate I want to appreciate my wife, you know, so much, the, the, the mother of my children, you know. Yeah, and, and there are times she, she's like my mother as well, because, you know, as you guys know, my mother is gone to be with the Lord. She went too soon. So now there are times that, there are times that she steps in and she pray, plays a role. You say, oh, your wife be your mother? You, you, you don't understand relationships. Yeah, you know, relationships are not, you know, uh, uh, one-dimensional. Relationships are, they are very intricate. And if you understand the way relationships work, especially the way God ordained relationships to be, it's, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's 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 quite uh, dynamic. It's quite dynamic, all right. So there are times she 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 just steps in and she does some things, and I just know this is there is something about motherhood. You know, it just it just brings there's something it does to your life. There's something it brings into your life, and uh, I'm telling you, it takes a mother to make a house a home. You, know, you can have the best building, whatever. If, 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 if it, the, the touch of a mother is not there, there is something missing. Amen. And anybody that comes into that home will just know there's something missing. Amen? Amen? Yeah. yeah, so there's a, there, there, there's a kind of security it brings into the home. It makes you feel safe. There's, there's a kind of environment that is created by this. So I want to, I want to share this morning on... on on uh, the call to motherhood. Amen. So I'm dedicating this to my wife. <laughs> yes. You know, and to the mothers in the house. I just want you to know that you, although we do this once in a year, but really this is a daily thing. This is a daily thing. And uh, motherhood is a calling. All right? It's a calling. It's not, it's not just something... Yeah, I, I'll show you in Scripture. But, you know, it is a calling. In fact, if you like, you can call it the ministry of motherhood. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yes. After this, some people want to have become mothers. Some people that postponed it, uh, they, they might be inspired to, to start. Make sure you are married eh, before you start. <laughs> Hallelujah. Those days when I was in Cape Town, I came across different types of people. And I came across some people that wanted to be mothers but didn't want to be married. So it's like part of the plan, you know. When I will work to this point, then I will have a child. And then after that, you know, and, and yeah. It's interesting because of what? Middle class. <laughs> Middle class curse. I've got that. I think I'm going to keep it for a while. Hallelujah. Amen. So let's pray. Say this after me. Heavenly Father. Open my eyes. Speak to me. Grant me revelation. Help me to understand the ministry of motherhood. 
Help me to value the role of mothers in my life. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Okay, first of all, you realize that God, when he made man in the beginning, the Bible says in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, it says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle and over the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God said, let us, come on, let us make man in our image. Question, who was God talking to? In the Hebrew, they call it the plural majesty. Plural majesty. God was talking to himself and to the entire Godhead. He was not talking to angels. Okay? When God says, let us make man in our image, he was not talking to the angels. I know some people think that angels were part of the equation here. No. Angels are not made in God's image. So when God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness, he was talking to God the Son and God the Holy Spirit. All right? In our image, according to our likeness. All right? Then you go to the next verse. You see in the next verse, verse 27, say, So God created man in his own image. Okay? <clears throat> he created man in his own image. And the Bible says, In the image of God, he created him. Amen. Correct? Male and female, he created them. Amen. Come on. What is this? What does this mean? He says, he created man in his own image. Alright? And many people read this, they see, they think, okay, this is man. That's the gender. But no, he's not talking about gender here. When he says he created man in his image own image. He's talking about humanity. Yeah. Alright? Humanity. And then he says, male and female, he created them. In other words, there is an aspect of God that is only revealed by the female. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. There's an aspect of God that is only revealed by the female and there's an aspect of God that is only revealed by the male. Amen. When you put them together, then you have a clear picture of God. So it's not a question of superiority, inferiority. That is nonsense. It's a matter of roles. Are you getting me? It's a matter of roles. So, there is a role that the male will pl play, and then there's a role that the female will play, Amen. according to this verse. There's an aspect of God that just by who you are. So, don't come and tell me how confused you are a man trapped in a woman's body or a woman trapped in a... All that nonsense is demon possession. Yeah, demon possession. And then you come and come, try to make it a, a, an issue of human rights. It's not a human rights issue. It's not an issue of rights. You can take placards and, and insist on having the right to keep your demons. That is, you know, that... Yeah. You can have your demons if you want. Nobody's going to touch your demons if you, if you... If you want to keep it, keep it. Yeah, but don't force me, don't force me, don't try to force me to accept your definition. Amen. The Bible is the standard. Amen. Are you getting me? Amen. Yeah, the Bible is the standard. So male and female, he created, uh, he created them. Why did he create them male and female? Because he's going somewhere. 
It's going somewhere. Right? So he creates them male and female from the beginning. Right? And like I said, there is an aspect of God that is revealed by the female. And there is an aspect of God that is revealed by the male. Then the next verse, verse 28, then God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. He blessed who? He blessed them both. So there's there's no gender that is cursed. Hello? Yeah, there's no gender that is cursed. He blessed them. And he asked them to be fruitful. To multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, have dominion, and so on. But let me tell you something. The blessing that brings uh, fruitfulness and multiplication and dominion and so on, it was declared on both of them. You can never be fruitful alone. You cannot. If you are going to be fruitful, you can't. Not alone. So if you are a loner, (laughs) you need deliverance. Yeah. I'm telling you. Okay. So now, how does this relate to motherhood? Let's bring this. Let's bring this now a step further. Okay? Now you can see that both the male and the female reveal God. They are a reflection of the image of God. Correct? You are not confused about that, right? Okay. So, but now, what aspect of God does the male reveal? And what aspect of God does the female reveal? Today, because I have a short time, I'm only going to major on the female. Alright? On the female. Yes. If you have a problem with that, <laughs> get saved. <laughs> I want to say something, but I realize that self-control is a fruit of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Okay. Now, if you, look at the, if you look at the female, there are certain features that God has put on the female that are actually a part of God. In other words, for example, uh, a girl, I mean, you, you saw them, they were singing girls and boys, but do you know that the girl that is, no matter how small, she comes complete. She's born complete. She doesn't grow. Then after some time, you now see a leg. And then after some time, an ear or an eye and so on. No, it doesn't happen like that. When she grows, I mean, when she's born, she's born complete. Correct? She's born complete, but there are certain aspects that are still there and they will come out with time. Isn't it? As she develops. As she matures, isn't it? As she matures, then they begin to come out and they, you know, she's, she's now like mature enough to begin to uh, fulfill certain roles. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so in the same manner, the fact that you're female means you're a potential mother. Is it safe to assume that? Yeah. Say, yeah. so, oh, okay, you look at me. Um, there are some that are born without a womb. It's, it's an abnormality. Okay? Yeah. There are different defects that people are born with, but that doesn't mean that that is part of God's design. Am I correct? All right. So, but... But now, God 
has given her the, the ability. All right? For example, I'll, I'll use one which is, which is closely related to, to, to God. How many people have, know that God is El Shaddai? Come on. Yeah. You know what El Shaddai means? The breasty one. Hallelujah. Yeah. So when we say El Shaddai, we say the God who is more than enough. We say he's the all-sufficient one. Yes. Yeah. So we say that. Why do we say that? Because the, 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 the mother has that quality. Yes. Yeah, the mother has that quality. She's, your father, have you noticed? Anyway, let me not. <laughs> yes. The mother, the mother has that quality to keep giving and giving and giving and giving and giving. And, giving and she is like, she never runs out. How many people can testify? You've experienced that? Yeah. So that is, it's a God quality. It's a God quality. That's why a mother can give you, even when she doesn't have, she has a way of making a plan. Come on. Yeah, she'll make a plan for you. And if nobody eats in that house, in fact, if, she's, go, if she, it's, she's going to be the last person to eat, she doesn't mind. But when her children are eating, she's, she's you know, she's full. She's fulfilled. Not that she's not hungry, but she has something within. Hallelujah. There's something inbuilt. Are there any mothers in the house? Yeah, you need, you, you need to, if I'm telling something that it doesn't, it's not in order, just, just say, me, excuse me, pastor, I think. <laughs> and it's okay, it's in order. But the point is this, that it, it, it is a God quality. It's a God quality. That's why if you dishonor your mother, you are cursed. I'm telling you, I'm not speaking, I'm just telling you the Bible. You are cursed. It will never be well with you. Yes. It doesn't matter. You know, there are some people, they grow, they now become educated, they have become something, then the mother is now someone they are ashamed of. May God, anyway, let me not say. Yeah, I won't say. I won't say. But I'm sorry for you. I'm sorry for you. The one that carried you for nine months. You think it's easy. For nine months carried you. Inconvenience. Sleepless nights. And some of you were so stubborn in the stomach. Yeah. Very stubborn. In the womb, brother. Yeah, you, were, you, you will not allow her to sit well. Yeah. She want to sit here, you are like this. You won't, she can't sleep because of you. And then, finally, she brings you out. And you, you mess things up. You, you poo-poo, the thing is so smelly, and she's still cleaning it. She's doing all of that, and you, you are just... The, they are changing you, you are complaining. Yeah? You are complaining. For your own good. She's doing it for your good. You are complaining. Then you grow up now. You are too smart. 
You are too important. Too educated. You are cursed. That's what it is. I'm telling you. I know some mothers are not... <laughs> no, let me leave them. Hallelujah. Okay, so... That, that quality, the point I'm trying to make is that that quality is a God quality. Yeah. And it comes natural for every mother. Yeah. Unless she's demonized. Yeah, some mothers are demonized. Okay? If they have demons that are disturbing them, or they are possessed by demons, then they begin to display the, the nature of demons instead of the nature of God. Mm. That's different. But a mother, a mother that is godly, you better value her. Hello? Okay. You better value her. She might not be perfect. She might not, you might not like her style. You didn't choose her. Did you choose who to be your mother? You just woke up one day and you discover this is your mother. It's God that chose. God chose her. It's a calling. It's a, it's a calling. No man takes his honor unto himself. You don't sit down and then you call yourself to be... The, the, you didn't. Even... Did, did, did you choose who should be your daughter? You didn't. So there's somebody that made that choice. Make no mistake about it. There's somebody that made that choice. And no matter what, no matter what level you get to, I tell you, even Obama, if his mother shows up, If he's smart, there's a way he should respond. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You read the Bible, you see King David. Huh? No, Solomon rather. King Solomon. When, but when his mother came, huh, you see the way he responded. He stood up and gave her a place next to him. Sit down. Tell me, what is it? What do you want? He was smart. And he listened to her. Those of you that don't listen to your mothers, you are shortening your life, oh. No, I'm telling you. You are cutting your life short. Your, your mother is not like your friends. Some of you want your mother to be like your friend, your best friend. Yeah, she can be friendly. But when she has to fulfill her role as a mother, if you don't accept it, you are cutting your life short. Yeah. Because she's the source of your life. She's part of, yeah. She's the passage. She's the entry, your entry point into the earth. She's the door into the earth. She's the door into the earth. You could not come into the earth without her. Do you understand what I'm saying? So if you honor the door that you pass through, your life on earth will be miserable. You are done. Years ago, I met one, one brother that was trying to be rich overnight. Huh? Trying to be rich overnight, and he met some, some uh, occultic people. They want to do rituals for him. And he started the process. The next thing they said to him, now at this stage, you need to bring your mother. You need to kill your mother. 
Huh? And they were performing this thing. Here in Joburg, I'm not talking about in some, some, some place. In this city. I'm telling you, in this city. He said there was a pot. And they gave him a knife. And he saw the face of his mother in the pot. There was water in the pot. And then they, the face of the mother appears. And they say he should stab that image. And then his mother will die wherever she is. That's the sacrifice. The guy says, I love my mother. I can't do this. They say, you started the process. You must complete it. <laughs> he ran away. <laughs> He, said he ran away, but the demons kept chasing him. That's how come he came to me for help. Wow. <laughs> yeah, everywhere he went, the demon would be appearing. Yeah. You have to come back. But why? Why is the devil asking for the mother? He wants to curse him. He wants his life to be permanently cursed. Yeah. Some of you, your mothers are still alive. You, you, you better value them. Yeah. If there's anything you can do, just do it. Yeah. If you are going to bend backwards, do it. Yeah. She might have made mistakes in the past. She might have offended you. She might have wronged you. She might have treated you badly. Wow. It's okay. Yeah. Just honor her. That's right. Amen? Amen? Honor her. So, the El Shaddai, the El Shaddai quality, God gave to the mothers. And that's why they'll breastfeed you and it doesn't run dry, if you are normal. (laughs) Yeah, it just keeps flowing, keeps flowing, keeps flowing. That's the nature of God that he gave to mothers. Amen? Amen. There's another quality that I want to bring to your attention. Look at uh, Exodus. There are different things the Bible says, but I'm not going to go into too much. Look at Exodus chapter 19. Verse 4. Exodus 19 verse 4. He says, You have seen what I did to the Egyptians. How I bore you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. Now, this is a quality. This is a quality of the mother eagle. Are you following me? Yeah, this is a quality of the mother eagle. He says, I bore you up on eagles' wings. So God is likening the way he took them out of Egypt to how an eagle deals with her eaglets. So, when the mother eagle is training the eaglets, she takes them on her wings. She'll fly with them, right? Then after some time, right there in the sky, she drops them. They'll start, she teaches them how to fly. Okay? But she bears them up on her wings. Then she drops them. And God is saying, that's how I bore you out of. That's how I took you out of Egypt. Out of bondage. I wonder why God used that terminology. Because the eagle manifests a particular nature of God. Do you know that God is so awesome, so great, that he, you cannot contain him. So in creation, different aspects of creation display different aspects of God. Yeah. So that's why it's hard to define God. You can, how do you define God? Definitions place limitations. Yeah, you can't define God. Yeah. 
So the mother eagle and the, the eaglets, there is a way. She takes them out of their comfort zone. Do you understand? She takes them out of their comfort zone and, you know, shakes things around and causes them to learn a new skill. Mothers do that. How many people, you, you know what I'm talking about? You've experienced that? Yeah, okay. Remember how my mom used to, you know, how to treat, used to treat my, my sister. My goodness. Sometimes I used to think she was hard on my sister. She would turn to me, she would say, Eric, you're a boy, she's a woman. I cannot bring, you up, bring her up the way I'm bringing you up. Because one day you'll be married. And she said, a woman will do these things for you. But she must do this for her husband. Amen. Hallelujah. That's motherhood. That's the ministry of mothering. <laughs> yeah. So from a young age, she said to her, go and cook this. Go do this. Follow me. Do she said, no helper. We have helpmates. We have everything. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, driver, cook, everything. We had everything. But there are some things my mom will insist and say, you must do this. And she leaves instructions. Nobody does, does this. She has to do it. And I thought, Mom, but that's too hard. She says, no, you don't understand. And as my, 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 my sister was growing up, she thought she was the most hated. How many of you f felt that way? Come on, ladies. <laughs> yeah. She thought she was the most hated. But do you know what? By the time, before we knew it, time had, had gone and my sister had to go to, she went to high school in, 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 in the UK. Uh, she was now on her own. Sure. Then all those qualities began to come out. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. They began to come out and she stood out distinctly among her peers. Why? Because the mother inculcated certain qualities and insisted that these things, no compromise, you must have this quality. If I can fly, you must fly. Hallelujah. Come on, let's appreciate mothers. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. If you are not yet a mother, you have it in you. Do you understand? And one day you are going to display these qualities. It's, it's, it's part of your nature. It's divine. <laughs> it's God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. So, God bore them on eagle's wings. Just like the mother eagle teaches the eaglets to fly. God or your mother, there are th things that she has mastered that she would help you to master. Amen? Amen. Another quality I want to show with you, sh show to you, rather, it's in, um, let's look at, uh, okay, New Testament. Let's look at First Thessalonians. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. Verse 7, it says, But we were gentle among you. 1 Thessalonians 2, 7. But we were gentle among you, just as a nursing mother cherishes her own children. Where are we? Where are you? <laughs> Chapter 2, verse 7. All right? Amen. Look at 7, 7, 7. 
Uh-huh. We were gentle among you. So there's a gentleness that the mother brings. Amen. Am I correct? Yeah. Doesn't matter her personality, she might be hard and all of that. In that hardness, there's gentleness. Amen. There's a gentle touch. Amen. Oh, my mother is strict. In that strictness, there's gentleness. Amen. She has a way of combining many qualities. Turn to the ladies around you. Say you've got it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. You've got it. I'm telling you, you've got it. Yeah. He said, we were gentle among you. Just as a nursing mother cherishes her own. She has a way of cherishing. A nursing mother. She has a way of nursing you. Whether it's in the natural or in the spirit. Do you understand what I'm saying? These qualities are so, you know, like I said, relationships are very dynamic. If you have a one-track mind, you might miss out. Okay. I think there's a version that uses uh, a different word there, that uses um, nurture. I'm not sure if it's, I'm not sure what version it is. So being thus tenderly and affectionately desirous of you, we continue to share. No, this is verse 8. Huh? But we behave gently when we were among you, like a devoted mother, nursing. And cherishing her own children. Okay. Let's go on. Time is going. So let's not dwell there for long. So she, she has a nurturing nature. Hallelujah. There's a way. Her words have a way of nurturing you. More so if she's godly. So if she corrects you, don't be offended. Receive it. Huh? Receive it Amen. with joy. Amen. It will make your life better. Yeah. Now I wish my mom was, were around. Even if she has to slap me, I'll be happy. <laughs> but she's not around. She's not. She's finished her own. Okay, let's look at another quality. This, I love this. First, uh, Second Timothy chapter 1. 2 Timothy chapter 1. I want, to, I want to round up now. I said I was only speaking for a few minutes. 2 Timothy chapter 1. Um, verse 5. Okay, let's read verse 5. He says, When I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you. Can you see that? Now, if there is a genuine faith, that means there is a false one. There's a counterfeit faith. Am I correct? Is it safe to, 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 to say that? Yeah. So he says, I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you, which dwelt first, where? In your grandmother, Louise, and your mother, Eunice. And I'm persuaded is in you also. Now I want you to see the transference of faith. A mother has the capacity she has the ability to, 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 to transfer faith, genuine faith, from one generation to the other. You don't find the Bible talk about father and, and you know, or grandfather. And fathers have their own role. But I'm telling you, the faith that, that I'm carrying right now, I know where it came from. Hallelujah. I know. I know. Yeah. I know my grandmother was a woman of faith. Right? A woman of faith to the point where when it was time for her to die, she called her children and told her, it's time for me to go. It's time for me to go. And uh, she, she, the angel that was going to take her 
came in to teach her the welcome song that they're going to teach, they're going to use to welcome her in heaven. And she said to them, please excuse me, step out of the room. The angel has come to teach me the welcome song. And everyone stepped out of the room. The angel taught her the song, all right? Taught her the song. And after the angel left, she called them back, sang the song to them. And said to them, this is the song that is going to be used to welcome me into heaven. She sang that song and she spoke, she prophesied on all her children. Prophesied on all her children and after that died smiling. She said, oh wow, they've come. Ah, the vehicle has come to take me. And boom, she's gone. Alright? So it came from that place. It's multi-generational. But the point I'm trying to make is that it came from the grandmother to the mother. I saw faith demonstrated by my mother. Raw faith. And I'm, I'm a product of that. Okay? I'm a product of that. So I understand what Paul is saying here about Timothy. I understand that. So I remember when I was battered and abused as a child and I was bruised. You know, psychologically, emotionally, everything I was Destroyed, wrecked, wrecked, a complete wreck. Now when someone asks me, what's your name? I'll be shaking, I'll be afraid. I never used to smile. Do you understand? Because I didn't trust people. I was afraid of people. I was afraid of people. If they ask me, what's my name? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if the answer I give is going to put me into trouble. But I'll never forget how my mom would sit down, look me in the eye, and talk. You know, speak destiny into me. She kept speaking into me. Speaking into my soul. Speaking into my soul. Speaking into my soul. I'm telling you. And I was reborn. <laughs> Hallelujah. I was reborn. I became, I became bold. I became courageous. Hallelujah. I became smart. I, I, I was so, my goodness. I think I was retarded. Sit down, you talk to me, I just look at you. Children are laughing, everybody, I, I didn't even, they didn't, nothing was funny to me because if I laugh, I might get into trouble. I, I've gone through some things. She would look at me. She said, Eric, you are a child of God. And she spoke destiny. Spoke and spoke and spoke. And then a new person came out of me. And one day she looked at me. She says, Eric, you are a miracle. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That's mothers. Amen. Amen. There were times I was cross with her. There, was, there were times I was angry. There, was, there were times I felt like, you know, what kind of... But... Now, I look back and I say, thank you, Lord, for giving me the mother you gave me. Amen? Oh, man, my mother is not like yours. She doesn't have to be. God knows the kind of mother you need. And that's why you have the one you have. don't have a choice in this matter. Aren't you happy you don't have a choice? Because you would have made the wrong choice. You just look and say, my mother will be the queen of England. Do you? Huh? You, 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 you think that then, then your destiny will be aborted. You, you assume a different destiny. But your destiny, only your mother, God saw. God gave your mother the quality to be able to nurture that destiny. Amen. She's the one that has it. It's a calling. Amen. Should I give you one more quality? Amen. Isaiah 66. 
Or should we do Isaiah 66? Let's do Isaiah 49. In case we don't have time, we'll just close with that. 49. Isaiah 49, uh, verse 16. Isaiah 49. Are we there? Okay, let me read verse 1 first. It says, Listen, O coastlands, to me, and take heed, you peoples, from afar. The Lord has called me from the womb. You see, the womb is a place where a lot of things happen. Yeah, from the womb. So, God interacts, interacts, with you right in your mother's womb. What if she didn't have a womb? What if she didn't provide the womb? <laughs> okay. And he says, From the matrix of my mother, he has made mention of my name. And he has made my mouth like a sharp sword. In the shadow of his hand, he has hidden me and made me a polished shaft. In his quiver, he has hidden me. I don't want to dwell there. Let's look at verse 15 or verse 14. It says, But Zion said, The Lord has forsaken me. Is there anyone that has felt as if God has forsaken him? Have you felt like that sometimes? Yeah, I have sometimes. All right? You know that song? Eloi, Eloi, Lama Sabatani. <laughs> I don't like that song. <laughs> Hallelujah. It says, and, and my Lord has forgotten me. Now look at, God is asking a question. Verse 15. It says, can a woman forget her nursing child? How many mothers are here? Let me see. How many mothers? Okay. Have you ever forgotten? Have you? At some point, maybe you are so busy. No. Huh? No. You are very busy. No. And then you forgot. Huh? So God, he knows, he knows the quality he has put in the mother. And that's why he's, making, he's asking this question. Can a woman forget her nursing child and not have compassion on the son of her womb? It's possible. If she's demon possessed. If she has a spirit of witchcraft. Yeah, no, it's possible. I'm telling you. It's possible. There are witches that eat their babies. Yeah. Surely they may forget. They may forget. But he says, yet I will not forget you. Touch your neighbor say, the Lord will not forget you. You see, the quality that makes the mother not to forget her child is the same quality that God has. So what the mother has is just a fraction. God has the main thing. So it's an honor to be a mother. It is an honor. Yeah, God is just sharing his responsibility with you. Amen. Yeah. He's just sharing his responsibility. He says, See, I have inscribed you on the palms of my hand. Your walls are continually before me. Can you see that? Look at your palm. You see some lines there. God is saying that on his own hands, those lines are you. Look at your hand. Look, look, look. Come on, open. Huh? So on God's hands, when he looks at his hand, he's seeing, this is Rosani. Come on. So how can you forget that? It's not possible. It's right there. 
You're right there on the palm of his hand. He says, I have inscribed you. Inscribed you. It's that same quality of not forgetting that God has given mothers. Fathers can forget too. No, I'm, I'm serious. Yeah. Fathers can forget easily. Especially when they, you know. Have you not heard, heard stories of how some men forget, forgot their child in the car? They went, they went somewhere. They forgot the child in the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that quality is given to mothers where they cannot forget. So if a father forgets, don't crucify him. He's not a mother. <laughs> don't crucify him. He's not a mother. He's a father. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. But I thank God for mothers. Do you know that if there are no mothers, this world will be a living hell. There will be no world even. Yeah. They are the ones that help us to remain sane. Yeah. The man can come and give, he, he gives uh, 1,000 rand and say, this is, this is it. And then the mother has to do the magic. Huh? You know what I'm talking about? She said, this is not enough. Oh, what, what do you want me to do? Should I kill myself? <laughs> but she will take that with faith in her heart. Amen. She has a way. She will bring the El Shaddai nature on that little. And it will stretch and stretch and stretch and stretch and stretch. Telling you. Some of you who are. You better, you better respect. Anybody that is a mother, you better respect her. Say, ah, isn't it this small? Eh? <laughs> My friend? It's not about age. It is not about age, I'm telling you. It is, it is an office. It is, it is a calling. <laughs> maybe maybe there's an office of motherhood. Mm -hmm. Say, hey, she's not an apostle, not a prophet. She's a mother. Yeah. That's good enough. Yes, some people, some people think motherhood is like you know, no, this one she's not a, a CEO. She's not. She's just a mother. You, you, do you know what? That is more honorable. Do you understand what I'm saying? Amen. The role of a mother is more honorable. She nurtures and she brings a seed of destiny. Amen. And nurtures that seed. Amen. Can you beat that? Wow. Even God the Father knew that for Jesus to come, he needed a mother. Amen. Needed a mother. You know, they say a woman. Womb man. It's a man with a womb. Yeah. So when, when, the, fa when the angel came to Mary and spoke to her, he says, you're going to be a mother. He said, how? No, 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 no. You're going to beget by the word. So in the spirit, sorry, in the spirit, motherhood has to do with the word. Hallelujah. Amen. In the spirit, you beget by the word. Amen. So the way you take the word is like for me now, I, I don't have any physical mother. My mother is part of grace. <laughs> Everything. 
So when she speaks, there's a way I take the word that she speaks. And that's because she's a mother to me. So you can, in your heart, you can say, ah, Mother's Day, Happy Mother's Day, blah, 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 blah. And when she speaks, you don't listen. She's not your mother. She's not your mother. No. Because when your mother speaks, you listen. You don't say, oh, this is my spiritual father, spiritual father. And when you don't even know what he says. You don't listen to him. What kind of fatherhood is that? In the spirit, it's got to do with the word. Somebody say the word. The The father said of Jesus, you are my son. This day have I begotten you. He spoke it and poof in the spirit. So it's the same motherhood. There's a spiritual dimension. There is a word. It's it's word based. And that's why if you're a mother, you need to speak some words to your children. You need to speak some kind of life into those children. You need to bring stability into their lives. You need to speak words that will cause them to be strong. You need to speak words that will make them smart. You need to speak words that will will bring the best out of them. Speak those words into them. Speak those words. As you're speaking and as they take it in, they are begotten by the word. Whatever you say will happen. I'm telling you. It will happen. Is there anybody you can say, you can look at your life now and say, everything my mother has said to me over the years have come to pass. Raise your hand, let me see. Okay, there are some. Some others are still in process. (laughs) Hallelujah. I think I'll stop there. Hallelujah. How many people appreciate the mothers? Amen. Now, if you come, if you are part of this church and you say, you know, I like Pastor, I don't like his wife, you are a hypocrite. <laughs> did you hear me? What did I say? A he hypocrite. Yeah, a hypocrite. Capital one. <laughs> a capital hypocrite. If you don't like my wife, don't like me. I don't want your likeness. Keep it to yourself. Yeah, keep it. I don't need it. Alright? If you cannot honor my wife, don't honor me. Keep your honor. Go and honor a strange, strange woman on the road. She will take you to hell. Hallelujah. Yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah, but you know, it's, it's, it, you, you didn't have a choice in this matter. Did you choose? No. You didn't. You need to celebrate. Amen. There's something it does in your life. There's life. Why did Adam call his wife Eve? He said because she's the mother of all living. There's life. Mothers bring life. Amen. Pastor, I don't have... My mother is, is my enemy. <laughs> Go and pray. If you need help, come and meet us. We'll help you sort it out. We have some words of wisdom we can give you. On how you can manage that complex relationship. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. A lot of times when men are sick, their wives become like mothers. Have you noticed? Yeah. Married women? Yeah. Reverend. <laughs> Speak the truth. <laughs> huh? When he's sick, don't you sometimes yeah. you just see that she becomes a baby. he becomes a baby. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so at that time, you know. That, that, that nurturing nature, you know, is, it just flows. But sometimes when she's sick, you don't behave like 
Huh? Why now? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Sunny, how does it be when you see? Macho man, right? Huh? Who is macho? Who is a macho man here? Huh? Machismos. <laughs> Hallelujah. Anyway, let's appreciate God. Let's come on. Let's stand up on our feet. Just, just thank the Lord. Thank you for your patience. I'm on a little bit above beyond time, but I want you to appreciate the mothers in your. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.